listening to Our Stories, the Australian Army on Operations podcast. This is Task Group Taji Rotation 4, a combined force of Australian and New Zealand military personnel on a training mission here in Iraq. We're here at the request of the Iraqi government as part of Operation Okra, led by Joint Task Force 633. Operation Okra is Australia's contribution to international coalition efforts against Daesh and their campaign of terrorism. This week, we've come to the workshop as part of the task group to find out more about the work that goes on here. And with me, it's craftsman Adriana Rogers, who's one of the vehicle mechanics. So tell us a bit about what your job involves. We provide maintenance on a different range of vehicles from our PMVs to PA-50 aircraft loaders and forklifts around the task group. And we should set the scene here a bit. You talk about a PMV. Well, that's a protected mobility vehicle. And I've just been watching you getting very grubby, very greasy, very dirty, getting in amongst it. I think you're removing one of the big wheels here. Is that right? Yep. So we've just removed a uh, wheel. So we have access to remove the spring to change out the shock absorber on the vehicles on the front. It looks like it's pretty hard work. I mean, there's two of you needing to do this. It's pretty heavy, isn't it? The wheel itself weighs 250 kilos, which is like four times me. So how do you lift that? You must need a few of you to do it, or do you have special equipment? No, we have a uh, tyre removal trolley, and just lifting up the springs ourselves, it requires two. What's wrong with the vehicle? Why does it need this maintenance? At the moment, it's just a quick repair because the shock absorbers are the seals, are leaking so we just got to change it so it just ensures that the suspension system is correct in the PMV. And just to give people a bit more context I mean the reason why we use protected mobility vehicles here is because we're needing to transport people back into the range where the training takes place with the Iraqis. Yep it just ensures that people within the vehicle are protected by the armour on our PMVs just ensuring the safety as they are transported in the green zone to out in the amber zone. So how important is it then that this vehicle stays on the road? It's actually very important. Without these vehicles, the training teams and the force protection cannot do their job. They rely on them every day. They go out seven days a week, so therefore all vehicles need to be maintained within the task group. Your job's pretty important then, isn't it? Because without you, they can't keep these vehicles on the road. Yeah, without our support in the logistics company, the training team and the force prep wouldn't be able to complete their mission to help the Iraqi army. And how do you gel together as a team? Because clearly this is very much a team effort in the workshop from what I've seen here this morning. The workshop wouldn't be a workshop without team because we need to sort of work together as you can see that the vehicles are just too heavy. You just couldn't do a single job by yourself and you become mates. So who wouldn't want to help out another mate? And everyone here is your mate? Yeah, spending 16 hours a day minimum with each other, I guess. You have to be mates. There's no doubt about it. And how long have you been in the Army for? So I'm going on now uh, five years and a half. So I uh, had my five years over here. As in your five-year anniversary, you marked it while you were here. Yeah, I guess marking those kind of things helps the deployment go easily. If you've got something to look forward to, you never sort of stick down. You're never in the dumps because you've always got something to look forward for. So did you celebrate that you'd been in the army for five years? 
Yeah, I guess we did because every year is just another a year that I've completed within the army and I wouldn't have it any other way. Did they bake you a cake or something? No, no. It's not that kind of anniversary, I guess. <laughs> but tell us a bit about perhaps some of the things that we have done here while we've been deployed. I mean, there was Christmas, there was Australia Day. How do we mark special occasions when on operations? So majority of the time, the task group four creates a uh, sporting day. So we get out and, you know, play sports and celebrate the day. But within Log Company, I guess, logistics company, every month we have at the end of the month, we celebrate the birthdays that have happened with the month. So we sit down and share a cake with the entire logistics company. That happens every month? Every month. And every single birthday is remembered? Every single birthday for that month, yeah. And have you had your birthday here? Sure did, back in February. And what kind of cake did they get for you? Vanilla sponge cake, and the boys and a few of the medics baked me a Mars bar cheesecake. A Mars bar cheesecake? Yeah, I have no idea how they managed to create a Mars bar cheesecake out where we are in the Taji complex, because I haven't seen an oven, so I have no idea how they did it. It's pretty impressive (laughs) stuff. It sounds like there's some great stuff that goes on here in terms of morale and in terms of, you know, things like celebrating birthdays. But do you miss home? Yeah, I miss my partner and my uh, two dogs. I guess they help me get through being here when I'm... The tough times when you realise how many days you've actually spent away from your home and continual support from my dad, just calling him up once a week, who tells me about, you know, what's going on with my niece, what she's up to, you know, she's four now. I haven't seen her in the last six months. And I can't wait to get back home and see her again. And your dad had quite an influence in terms of you joining the army, didn't he? Yeah, he sure did once. He knew that I wanted to be a mechanic and I was in uh, grade 10 and he took me to a job expo where the army was actually um, there for. And we went up and we were, you know, talking to the guy behind the counter and he actually happened to be a vehicle mechanic. And once I said, Dad, that's what I really want to do. I want to join the Army. He helped me. He drove me down to Rockhampton so I could do my first initial enlistment paperwork. He was there every time I needed questions or anything like that. He was there to help me. What was it then about that conversation that you had with that vehicle mechanic that day that made you think that was the job you wanted to do? Well, for a start, I get to do exactly what I would have done outside, you know, getting my apprenticeship. I did my apprenticeship through the Army, and now I'm continually working with the Army. I'm never just a vehicle mechanic. I'm always a soldier and a vehicle mechanic together. Watching you this morning with what you're having to do with this protected mobility vehicle, it it doesn't look easy. I don't know everything about the vehicle. Every day I learn something new about it and with the help of my corporal, we're always continually helping out. We're learning as we go. It's very dirty work as well. I mean, I've noticed just your hands are kind of real work person's hands covered in grease. I mean, that must be a reality of the job. I've picked up a nickname, Grub, I guess, around the task group as well as the commander. That's my nickname. So just by that, I guess you'd see how dirty sometimes you know it's not a clean vehicle it's out in the mud it's out in the dust and I just love working on that kind of stuff I don't like to sit down chill out I like to get down I like to be within amongst the mud and the dirt to fix this vehicle you really enjoy that I love it it's just what the job is I'd lie if you say you work on a nice clean car every day like nah it's not for me I'm you know down in the dirt like fixing these PMVs getting these bolts out covered in like a layer of mud and you have to scrape away that mud before you can even do that bolt 
I was watching you earlier and it's pretty physical work. Yeah, at times, you know, I'm lifting 250 kilos of this tyre, like the springs themselves are about, you know, 40 kilos each. And me, I'm definitely not the tallest or, you know, the biggest person, but without, like, as we work as a team, we, it makes the job easier. What keeps you going? The boys in the workshop, definitely. They definitely keep me going. You know, when I'm struggling, they're always there to help me. They're like, you can do it. And I'm like, yeah, of course I can do it. So that makes me push harder to finish the job. You know, I'm the only female in the workshop and there's times where I can't do it because... But they're always there to, you know, help me and push me through it. They don't treat me any different. I'm one of the boys and I wouldn't have it any other way. And I can tell there's a real determination in you when you talk about your job. You obviously get an enormous sense of personal satisfaction and achievement out of what you do. Yeah, especially when I'm working on a PMV and I get it up and running and it's brand new tasks to me and we've just hit the ground running. I haven't worked on these vehicles for long. I've only just learnt this type of platform before coming over here, so it gives me job satisfaction when it gets out running. Do you have a real sense that you're making a difference? Because you're very much part of a much bigger team here. There are guys here that are going out on the range every day, training the Iraqis. You feel that you're directly plugged into that in some way? Yes, I do, because I guess I look at it like this is a huge puzzle and all the pieces have to be put together before you have a completed object. So my little piece of the puzzle, without that, there wouldn't be a training team going out every day to the range. There wouldn't be the task force training Iraqi soldiers without what we are doing here in the workshop. Do you feel proud of what you do? Of course I do. I'm representing my country overseas here and the job that I'm doing here is helping them to represent themselves alongside the Iraqi army. Craftsman Adriana Rogers, thank you very much. This is Captain Sharon Maskeldare reporting from Task Group Taji, Rotation 4. This podcast is produced by the Australian Army and is copyright the Commonwealth of Australia.